was dinner? Uh, it was nice. It's always nice down at the beach on these summer nights when it's so hot on the island. Just yeah. get to get down where the ocean breeze is. So yeah, it was good. Nice, nice. But I just, I felt like really sticky when I got home because, you know, that like salty breeze kind oh, of yeah. clings to you. So. Even if you're not on the sand, you just feel sandy. Yeah, yeah, my feet were still sandy. Like I walk I always walk into my apartment with sandy feet. I just <laughs> I love the beach. I love going to the beach. So I just have accepted that there's just always going to be a certain amount of sand on my person in my environment at all times and I'm okay with it. Right. But I do need to wash it off if I'm like going to get into my bed. <laughs> you know, I don't want sand in my yeah, bed. Yeah, we don't want sandy cheeks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know what was annoying, though? There were people down there um, feeding the seagulls, which is the absolute worst. Oh, come on, people. It's what so obnoxious. Doing? And it's almost always families with little kids. And they're like, no, feed the seagull, little Johnny or whatever. And then <laughs> little this, Johnny. And then the fucking seagulls Damn come you. swarming in just this huge pack. And if I get pooped on in that situation, I don't think I will be Not able even that. To restrain myself. It gives them license to just grab it out of your hand like they do. Right, yeah. It teaches them that they can associate humans and food and whatever. But I'm more pissed off when they start hovering and I just feel like someone's going to take a shit on me at any moment. Or peck at you. I mean, it could be the birds all over. So fucking annoying. I hate people. (laughs) I hate them so much. (laughs) I need a private beach to go to because I just can't with, with the general public. If that was the case, I'd be there every day. Exactly. I need a private beach or a private lake house, kind of like we saw in this movie. See that segue? See that nice segue there? I liked it. I liked it. I think it's smooth. So (laughs) I like a nice lake house. That's a good vibe. Yeah, no. Totally get it. Maybe not in the winter, but... No, although it did look nice. Yeah. If there wasn't so much murder going on. It would Not have been even a nice murder, place but like no supplies whatsoever to survive. Right. Well, that was intentional. I know, but it was insane. Yes, this is I Hate It. Let's watch it. I'm Lisa. I'm Dylan. And we watched the 2020 suspense thriller mystery Till Death starring yeah. Megan Fox. I liked this movie. <laughs> you know what? When you said that, I was like, oh my God, of course she does. But no, I I legit, I didn't hate it as much as I was just kind of annoyed by acting choices and body language choices. There was just a lot that I was like, this had such potential because the concept was very good, but I didn't like the interact. I just didn't think there was any type of good interaction acting wise. I, okay, I'm interested to hear about the the body language that you didn't appreciate. I not that I thought it was good, but just I was not offended by it particularly. Well, so. I wasn't offended by it. I just felt that given the situation she was in, there were a lot of decisions made on her that she, even the way she spoke sometimes. I will say this, okay? Like, I would really love, and we said this when we watched Midnight in the Switchgrass, too, I would really love to give Megan Fox the benefit of the doubt because she was so mistreated by Hollywood, and I feel real bad that she had to go through all that. It's so hard for pretty, and more than pretty, like, gorgeous actresses to be taken seriously. Right. But uh, she's not very good. So... Um, and I actually found her to be the most compelling and believable and genuine when she wasn't speaking. Anytime she had dialogue, it was very cringe. But it made it worse. It ma- <laughs> yeah. Because, again, the concept really good. But anytime she opened her mouth, especially, I mean, not even like dialogue with another person, just when she's alone and making comments to herself. I was like, oh, this doesn't seem, you don't seem like you're in turmoil right now. It's not even that there wasn't enough emotion there. To me, it sounded like a person who is not an actor, who is not used to acting. Probably somebody like me delivering lines just in a way where they're still aware that they're delivering lines. Oh, I think either of us would have done so much better. I mean, I I hope so. But (laughs) I think there's like a certain awareness in actors that are not as good as others that they're acting and they don't actually become their roles. And I think that was her problem. And I think that is her problem as an actress is like she's just almost too aware that she's playing a role, whereas she should be focusing on being the role. Right. And I think that just that's very obvious when she speaks, but it's less obvious when she's just physically moving around. The physical aspect of this, I give her a lot of props for. 
Yeah. I think she did it. She handled the the situation at hand very well. Yeah. Let's let's go back and let's, and let's talk give about a, the situation a at of hand. What is happening? <laughs> yes, because if you have not seen this movie, it's kind of wild. And I have to say that it's I. I very much misunderstood the concept of it going in. I think I was under the impression that somebody else was going to murder her husband and handcuff her to him. And it was like somebody else's deranged. Like a Gerald's game type of thing. Well, I never saw a Gerald's game, but I know the concept. <laughs> I was just going to say, I've never even heard of it. So, Oh I, my God, yes. it's a Stephen King. Okay. So the idea of it, I, I it's on my list of things to watch, but I don't think it's like a like pod material movie i think it's actually really good probably but her and her husband are at their like lake house their vacation home and Mm -hmm. he's kinky as fuck and he wants to be handcuffed to her and he ends up having a heart attack and dying and she doesn't know where the fucking key is and the whole movie is for trying to fucking get out so that was the idea i was kind of getting with this at first like okay i mean yeah the only reason i didn't think it was natural was because it said something about like in a weird revenge plot or something this is like a circumstance so i thought that it was like somebody else who hated and and as you as the movie opens and you kind of establish that megan fox is having an affair with some with this guy Mm -hmm. tom same Tom. Tom, I think. Yeah. So she's having an affair with this guy. I I started to think, uh oh, like what? Like does this guy kill her husband and mm-hmm. then handcuff her to him? And it's a whole metaphor or something. And here we were thinking. Well, at least I was thinking it was all because of the affair. But we find out in a blip. <laughs> I'm yeah. talking a blip. Yes. If you weren't paying attention, you would not have caught it. What actually was the reason for him doing that? Yeah, and honestly, weak. (laughs) The thread that ties this all together is very thin for Mm me. And, you know, I say I like this movie and I'll, I have my reasons for that, but I'm excited to hear them. (laughs) One of those reasons is not the plot or at least the motivation for this whole thing to happen because you find out later in the movie that his career is in free fall because Mm -hmm. he's being investigated by the DA. He's a defense attorney. Now he used to be a district attorney, assistant district attorney. Now he's a defense attorney. And apparently there was evidence tampering and like all kinds of malpractice going on. So he was about to go down. Down. And also, he knew about this affair between Emma and Tom. My problem from like the ground floor with this whole thing is he's such a narcissist that I find it very hard to believe that he would ever kill himself. A thousand percent. Like, I just don't think that's in his character. I, so I was actually yeah. shocked by that because I was like, no fucking way. This man is not going to kill himself. <laughs> I don't care how but then bad he backs his that work up is. with this plan he has. It just proves that okay, now I get it. And I do think that he was trying to show how smart he was by orchestrating yes, this entire yes, thing. Yes, yes, yes. And to be fair, he did think of pretty much everything. He like did. he fucked her super hard. And so I mean, and to that extent, I think like committing suicide was almost like a bonus for him, but like mostly he was trying to get back at Emma for this affair. And even in death, he was surprised she got to certain points of his... That scared the shit out of me. I thought that, like, first of all, I thought she was, like, uh, imagining that dialogue. And then I was like, oh, my God, is his mouth moving? Or is, like, the gaping hole in his head moving? I was really scared. At first, I really did not know where that voice was coming from. (laughs) Okay, so basically, let's just give a little roundabout how it starts. It starts with her and Tom basically having the breakup conversation... She's like, I can't do this anymore, da da da. And he goes, you know, why now or whatever it is. And she's like, it's my anniversary. So she leaves and she has to meet the husband at, she meets him at his office. And the receptionist hands her flowers. And I was like, all right, like if you're meeting up with him, why couldn't he just give the flowers? But whatever. It's far too busy and important. Yeah. So she goes into his office and she sees the confidential file on his desk. She opens it up and starts having like quick flashbacks of <laughs> being stabbed. Yeah, an attack so that happened stabbing. on her. So we're really on yeah. the ball with stabbing. Stabby movies, stabby shows. And he then walks in and he's like, 
don't look at that. You know what triggers you, da-da-da. And they're supposed to go to dinner. Now, the first thing that bothered the shit out of me is he was annoyed at what she was wearing. Yeah. He was like, I thought you were going to wear the red dress. She was like, oh, I thought I'd try something different. He's like, well, we still have time for you to change. (laughs) I was like, oh, so you're that kind of a dick. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, he made her change. And then they go to the restaurant and he goes, oh, I have a gift. And she goes, I thought we weren't doing gifts. And it's a necklace that's hideous. It's an ugly fucking necklace. I didn't hate it. I like it was a little industrial looking, but in terms of unconventional jewelry, I think it wasn't. I guess, but like you said, I would wear the it. industrial end of it. I just felt like, given the lifestyle that they kind of portray, I would. I don't know. I was expecting diamonds. I was expecting a little more elaborate. Well, I mean, technically, there are diamonds. They're Whatever. Just- inside yeah they're inside (laughs) so then she's like oh well i have a gift for you anyway too now this pissed me the fuck off because i'm a gift giver yes you and i both don (laughs) i fucking hated this she she bought him fucking super bowl tickets those are not cheap no they're in midfield too and he literally, she's like, oh, you can watch your, I forget the team. She said, I, I was hoping maybe the Steelers would make it this year because it's their steel anniversary. Right. Yes. Duh. Yes. Hello. <laughs> that's why the necklace was steel. steel and that's why I get she it. got I the Super Bowl against Steelers. There we go. And he legit just like kind of opens it really quick, closes it and is like, they're sucking They're whatever they're. You yeah, know, they're never going to make it. They're never the going to make it. And it's like, asshole. I was just so annoyed because I also felt like he, when he gave his gift, I felt like he didn't think she knew that it was a steel anniversary. Mm -hmm. And then she comes back with this. So I feel like, I don't know if he took some of it as like a, oh, she outsmarted me a little bit or he needs to be in control, obviously. Oh, for sure. But I don't know. It's unclear to me that she knew when she bought the Super Bowl tickets or was thinking about the Steelers and the Steel anniversary. Like that almost seemed like an afterthought or it could have been an afterthought. I'm not, I wasn't fully convinced that she had done that with the intention of it being a Steel anniversary. Well, regardless, a normal person would have thought that that was very clever. Yes. Yeah. So (laughs) he is a douche. I see that my problem was I think I always have an issue when movies, not an issue, but it's kind of a trope in movies where our main character, the person that we're supposed to be rooting for is doing something bad. They always try to justify it by making their partner be an absolute dickhead. Mm -hmm. And so I'm always kind of on the defensive for their partner because sometimes I feel like they really misportray that person just so that we agree with what the other one is doing right and i found that in um in 365 you know with laura and what was his name the boyfriend at the in the first movie oh my gosh oh i can't remember martin martin right martin yeah martin i think but they didn't make him that bad i remember thinking like oh yeah no he wasn't as bad as they could have made him (laughs) so i think when i was watching this i was initially I was trying to defend him to be like okay well like this is still not okay that she's cheating on him but the more that I saw of him the more I was like wow I really can't defend you you are the worst kind of human being that could ever exist (laughs) so they leave the restaurant and he blindfolds her in the car to surprise her Mm -hmm. and of course she's like I don't feel comfortable with this this is weird she already is sensing something which Mm -hmm. yeah I would too And he gets kind of aggressive with that, too. She tries to take it off, and he's like, stop it. Like, he gets, like, really Mm -hmm. annoyed with her. And they they get to the house. Again, gorgeous fucking house. He has a head start, I believe. Yeah, she he makes her count to, like, I think it was supposed to be to 100, but she stops at, like, 75. Right. And she goes in, and the house is decorated head to toe in rose petals, candles, such a fire hazard for everywhere. (laughs) He really did it up. Which I was like, okay, maybe he's really going to make up for this. Like, maybe right. that was it a was, facade. It was confusing. Then, yeah, it was confusing to so. me because he is so thoughtful for this. And, like, especially when he leads her with the candles into the dark room. And then he's hung, like, all the all these pictures of them from their wedding on little, you know, the I loved lines that. and whatever. That was so sweet. And I was and like, I, and, oh, yeah. and, and the record player and that the record played player. The, their wedding song. It was so nice. And I'm so like, it was like. really fucking cute. And yeah. then she 
ends up going into the bedroom and he's there with the champagne and he's like, oh, it took, took you long enough or whatever. And uh, he apologizes, sort of, kind of. Oh, yeah. He's like, I know things have been bad between us. I've been a bad husband, yada, yada. Presumably they bone. And I think this is one of my problems with the movie is that she seems so repulsed by him and just like uncomfortable in his presence. Oh, the kissing was awful. Yeah. I wrote that down because I literally, I wrote their kissing seems so disingenuine. Like she's afraid to just touch him, let alone kiss him. Yeah, and I think like that's a big that's a big issue for me as a viewer because I I know that there are a million reasons why women stay in abusive relationships. This relationship seemed to be primarily emotional and mental abuse rather than physical abuse. He never really pushed her or, you know, seemed like physically violent. Right. But... And later on, we don't get any indication of that either in, you know, just going through how he was with her or what was going on with him for him to do this that never ever came up yeah so i think i think i'm i struggle a little bit more to understand why like why she would still stay with him like 11 years is a long time and again you made like, it I know seem there's... like it was the money though because like he said i when i met you you were just a photographer and i gave you this life and all that and i really hate when men with money use that as their um crutch you clearly hate yourself because for you to think that somebody would marry like there are people like that out there, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you acting the way you do is clearly a defense mechanism because you think she's just using you for your money. And yeah, I guess he felt that with the affair that proved him right. And I, but also don't be an asshole and maybe she wouldn't have had an affair. So, like, check your ego at the door, bro. I don't think that when they met, he was rich because that's they met when she reported that assault, the attempted robbery oh and he put that guy away yeah so he was still an assistant district attorney which i mean they make decent money but i mean it sounded like he went into the private sector as a defense attorney because there was more money in it Mm -hmm. so i don't think he was like exorbitantly wealthy when he found her she may not have been doing well for herself but i didn't get the impression that she married him for his money I, i i thought it was more like the savior thing of like you helped put this guy who hurt me behind bars and now i'm kind of in love with you he kind of used her um well yeah he used her vulnerability that's what i was gonna say yes against her and that fucking yeah for sure so like you said they presumably bone (laughs) yeah we don't see it thank god (laughs) thank god because the kissing alone was weird as fuck i know it was and it's so uncomfortable you could just feel how uncomfortable she was yeah i was uncomfortable so she wakes up he's sitting up back to her dressed and like dress Mm -hmm. dress like he has his fucking suspenders on and everything again (laughs) which i don't think he was wearing that night uh i honestly don't remember maybe okay i don't think he was wearing that but anyway he asks how she's doing she's like oh hungover and then he goes did you dream beautiful things and i'm like what the fuck that's like the weirdest question anybody could ask anybody maybe he got drunk before he did this well she then quickly moves her arm and realizes they're handcuffed together now Mm -hmm. this obviously we don't know their the extent of their relationship but right we don't know if they're into that kind of thing exactly but i found it funny that her uh, her demeanor quickly changed into accusatory as opposed to oh like what are we gonna right. do with these and, oh yeah it was the same thing with the blindfold too like yeah. i think in in a normal couple like these things might be fun and exciting but for right. them it's she's just like immediate dread yeah she has her guard up with this shit so yeah then he looks at her what what did he say Oh, I was hoping you knew because I didn't write oh it down. Oh my god! And I watched and, it twice. <laughs> and I was kind of counting on you to do it. Hold oh on, my let me god! See if I can just let me see if I can quickly Google it. Oh, it's time to wake up. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then All blows right. his fucking brains out right on top of her. Basically, we don't see the actual thing, but the after effect is disgusting. 
I know. There, we have to see the inside of his brain so many times. So many times. Yeah. Gross. Even her reaction to this is weird. Um, I guess it's shock. I'll go with that. But at the same yeah. time, she was very quick to figure out what the fuck to do next. Like, there okay. wasn't any crying. There wasn't any hesitation. It was kind of like, all right, well, I got to move this body. I got to, you know, like, it was just very, not that she assumed it was going to happen, because how do you do that? But yeah, I don't know. There was just something about it that just was very mechanical to me. Okay. Well, I think that I would agree with the assessment that she was probably in shock. I think it's very hard to judge somebody for like how they could react in that situation because it's so unexpected and like I have no idea what I would do but one of the reasons that I did like this movie was that she was very analytical about everything she did and while she did do some very stupid things she also did a lot of very very smart things that I would never have thought to do so yeah Mm-hmm. I think I think you're right in that it's a little bit jarring to see her immediately start to like process and be like, okay, what do I do now? What do I do now? Yeah. But that could just be her way of dealing with the trauma. That's Some true. people kind of snap into that mode of, all right, something terrible just happened. Let's figure out what we do. And that helps them kind of get through it. And so maybe that was what she was doing. But I think this movie could have been a lot harder to get through if she was just fucking stupid as shit trying to get out of this it would have been more our speed that's what I- <laughs> yeah yeah no that i've seen that movie before. oh yeah we've seen those kind of movies before <laughs> but this was nice and refreshing yeah because she went to the safe right what was she looking for in okay the safe? so she goes into the closet yeah and her wedding dress oh her wedding dress in, yeah which mm-hmm. leads me to believe he dressed in a tux or like under the Okay, yeah, but he probably did bring that. Yeah, because he planned this out. Like, it's so detailed. So detailed. Which I do appreciate. Like, I I really still don't 100% buy it, but the way that everything kind of links together in the end and by the end, it's just like, okay, I see what you did there. You are kind of smart. (laughs) If, God forbid, any lover of yours comes up with some intricate plan, I will say... Lisa respects this a lot. So I would I mean yes. Yeah, like honestly, if you're going to kill me, at least make it some elaborate multi-layered scheme or kill yourself so that I can figure this out. Yeah, it's like an escape room, but really intense. <laughs> with a dead bo- with your dead with husband a dead chained body. to you. <laughs> so he cuz he goes around and he basically fucks her in every way possible with like taking away anything that she could have used he literally wiped the house clean there are no utensils no knives nothing nothing he put her phone in a vase with water and flowers so it does not work he emptied the gas tank of the car so that she can't drive away oh there was another thing clearly he got up pretty fucking early because he went in the dark room and switched all the pictures oh yes to the investigation yep (laughs) he burned her face out with one and then he also hung pictures of her with tom presumably taken by some kind of private investigator so like them together in a car and whatnot and then he has a big blow-up photo of the guy who stabbed her because i guess he just wanted to fuck with her in that way (laughs) And then he recorded something in there. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, he left the... Um, right. He left the... The tape recorder with their interview, right? That was when we heard the oh, interview. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And then she's, she's I have playing to say, her back. That was the only voice acting by Megan Fox that I thought was good. That interview, I don't. for whatever reason, she just sounded a lot more genuine in that scene probably because she wasn't being filmed when she recorded it maybe maybe yeah maybe she was able to kind of separate from but yeah Uh, so that was the only time where i was like "Hmm." voice acting's better for her (laughs) yeah and then and actually ironically because then she gets really upset and she smashes the tape recorder and i found that to be a little bit over dramatic and obnoxious so like that and every time she was caught in a situation that she couldn't figure out it was 
And that was it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, um, what else you got? She makes a comment at one point when she's dragging him up the stairs, I think, and she's like, I've always been dragging your dead weight around. I just finally realized it or whatever. And I was just like, oh, shut up. Like, just right. And she was like <laughs> such a double standard. Like you, I, I clean. Oh, yeah. Lipstick off your shirt. Lipstick and glitter off your shirts. And yep. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's before she knew what was really going on. I have, sorry, I'm just scrolling through my notes now and back to when she finds her phone in the vase. I have, yes, rub your phone that has been marinating in water for the past 12 hours on your sleeve. That should help. <laughs> just throw it in rice. You'll be fine. Yeah, I, I thought that's what she was going to do, actually, but she but rubbed he it took on her every, sleeve. He, would, he definitely dumped the rice as well. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> You can't even have rice. You can't have food. Nothing. You have to become a cannibal if you want to eat. Yeah. Oh, self-cannibal. Is there, like, another word for, like, eating yourself? Well, she's attached to him. She could eat him. Oh, she could eat him. Yeah. Which, in turn, is a great disc, because, like, a lot of people are like, eat me. And it's like, well, well, she might have to. I don't know why my brain just went to, like, eat yourself before you would eat somebody <laughs> who's already dead. <laughs> like, what? She Why has a perfect that? human specimen next to her. <laughs> already dead. And already just... dead. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I, I'll have to talk about that in therapy tomorrow. So <laughs> <laughs> going back to when she goes to the car and finds out that there's no gas. When she turns on the engine, the music starts playing. And this is what we were talking about earlier, where he had recorded a message for her. And I didn't know where it was coming from. I thought his dead body was talking to her. It was very disconcerting. But he, this is where he explains his whole motive of knowing that she had the affair. And there's no way that he was going to let her be happy with somebody else. Blah, blah, blah. Again, like as a motive, I find that more convincing than the the work stuff. Like, that's just like, what? <laughs> Yeah, given how he just says this, but then at the same time, if you don't want her to be happy with someone else, why would you kill yourself? So there had to have been exactly another reason for it. Yeah, which I still don't buy. Yeah, he in the thing, he's basically amazed. He's kind of like, you know, wow, I'm surprised you got this far. Da, 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 like his own mm -hmm. little quirky joke. She leaves, she goes back in the house. She cleans herself up a little bit. Then there's a knock at the door. Mm -hmm. And it's Tom. Tom! Yeah. Yeah, at first she's not going to let him in. She, yeah, he was like, is Mark here? And she was like, well, most of him is. Okay, so like... again, this is what I'm talking about. Her reactions <laughs> to things are just not what would happen in a scenario like this. Yeah, I mean, I guess this goes back to what I'm saying about how uncomfortable it is to watch them be a couple because it really seems like there is no love there. I feel like when they portray abusive relationships, even they still kind of show that there's some sort of affection or, you know, deep set love in the woman that keeps her there. You know, like she just doesn't want to give right. up on it. But here, Megan Fox has given up on this man. There is nothing there. And so I don't think she was all that upset that he was dead no she was just and annoyed and it comes yeah. out in their dialogue now because then they're talking and she's explaining the way she describes what happened is so just nonchalant and just quickly yeah he blew his brains out he handcuffed us together blew his brains out and now i gotta deal with this like that like, it was very just, like... Yeah, well, I think she, again, like, she hates this man. Like, I yeah. think there is hatred there because it's less about, oh, my God, my husband shot himself. It's more about, fuck, I might die here if I don't figure out how to get myself mm -hmm. detached from him. You know, it's it's not even about the fact that he's dead. It's, it's just her survival at this point. Yeah. She doesn't care about him at all. Not that she should. He was a douche. But I, I just don't understand why she stayed with him for 11 years. <laughs> that, that's confusing. Maybe he was really good in bed. I doubt it. And then that's when we're hit with Tom telling us, oh, DA's office showed up. <laughs> yeah, like shit's the going wild. Yeah. <laughs> and then her reaction is probably the more realistic reaction of the whole thing. She's like, oh, so now this fucker wants to take me down with him because, you know, this coward mm -hmm. killed himself because he's going down and he wants to take me down too. Like, it was just very, that part made more sense her reaction with that but um he kind of is going back and forth on whether or not to call the 
police. Right, yeah, because he was like, you don't look super innocent right now, basically, or like, calling the police is not going to be good. Right. And, and like, and I don't understand that. I mean, like, I kind of get, you know, they're, they're having an affair, but like, the circumstances of like what's going on i feel like they all point to exactly what she would tell them and it would not make any sense like this story would not make any sense as a cover story if they had gotten together and arranged to kill him the excuse of oh we came up here for a weekend away and then he shot himself in the head while we were handcuffed together and now yeah I'm no it here wouldn't with no gas in my car with no utensils in the house like it just it wouldn't make any sense no it was clearly an elaborate else. plan like it was right. an elaborate and thought he has she has the recording she can play the recording oh, that yeah. he had in uh-huh. the car that explained the whole fucking thing so that part wasn't maybe necessarily well thought out on i kind of get his fear though because that's the first place any mister or mistress well, he is a black man yeah well but not even that but any mister or mistress the first thing they're gonna go to is mistress maestro yeah i mean i was thinking that like as a black man calling the police is dicey unfortunately in this country so that's where my head was going with it but he eventually is like all right fine i'll call the police but i left my phone in the car and then he opens the door and then there's a truck approaching and he's like do you know that car and she says no and it's like oh shit that is not good right we can pretty much safely assume that they're not there to help them this is when i wrote my notes tom is toast (laughs) because oh yeah i said it really sucks he had to get murdered (laughs) yeah he goes back outside to try and get rid of them and he was very smart about it though yeah no he did pretty well if that guy hadn't stabby stabbed him (laughs) it would have probably not been so terrible but he gets stabby stabbed on the front porch and it's the guy and I i recognized him pretty much immediately oh yeah i mean he's he's got pretty uh strong features that you can't forget yeah well he's got the big scar because we had found out from her interview that she blinded him with her car keys when she stabbed him stabby stabbed him in the eye so much stabbing so stabby so they it's what's his fucking name bobby bobby ray (laughs) i believe and then his brother jimmy jimmy ray i guess And I don't know what Jimmy thought that they were going to do there, but he seemed very not in the loop at all. Yeah, I don't know what Bobby told him. I guess he thought that they were just going to come. Oh, he said we just had to come tie them up and then open the safe. So I guess he thought they were just going to rob them. But once Tom dies, then he's like, oh, fuck. And this is when my suspension of disbelief starts to get a little wonky because Emma is hiding around the corner, chained, you know, still handcuffed to Mark. And they go to like search the house to look for her. And when Jimmy turns the corner and she's not there, I'm sorry. There's no way she could move that quietly through that house, dragging a dead body. That's what I was thinking too. Cause they, that scene of her just sitting behind that one wall and he walks in i'm like okay i'm sorry first of all how did he not go any further right she's not down (laughs) he doesn't even look past that which is surprising he just kind of yeah he's in the vestibule area yeah so there's no way she can move so quietly throughout the house that's just impossible Mm -hmm. but she does and she yeah at this point she is still chained up to him yeah and she drags him all the way outside to the little boathouse which the door is locked, so she has to go out onto the frozen lake to go inside the boathouse. How they don't catch her, I don't understand. No, I mean, to be fair, Jimmy doesn't really want any part of this, because now that he realizes that people are going to be dying, he's like, um, I don't know. So when he goes out back and he sees the blood trail leading to the boathouse, he almost doesn't go after her and right. is just kind of like, Ugh, can I pretend that I didn't see that? But he does go and she is in there she finds the boat anchor which oversight by mark she can use to chop off some of his fingers so that she can slide the handcuff off so this begins probably didn't think she was smart enough to think of that though probably or 
get that far maybe and mm -hmm. to be fair she only went there out of desperation she didn't actually think oh there's probably an anchor right, in both right. house i can use for this and this begins the the many times <laughs> this is one thing that kind of annoyed me but also at the same time made me realize that i liked this movie <laughs> because i did i did kind of feel suspense like, like every time something she got thwarted and something went wrong i was like oh god what's she gonna do now like i was really invested of like how are you mm -hmm. gonna get out of this and it was enjoyable because she would think of smart things to do to get out of things. So anyway, he comes in and instead of finding her, she's hiding under like a tarp in the boat and she leaves his dead body out and exposed because she couldn't yeah. finish the chop job before he gets there. And they so he flips out. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He flips out and like runs back into the house to get Bobby. And then while he's doing that, and in the time that it takes for them to get back, she finishes chopping off the fingers and then hides under the pier basically and listens to them while they're talking about what to do. And they're like, well, shit, this guy was the one who was supposed to pay us and blah, blah, blah. We need to find her because there's only two people who know the combination to the safe and she's one of them etc etc so they figure she can't go far because he bobby sees a bloody footprint and to be fair she's losing all of her toes to frostbite actually oh she should God. be dead by the end of, we'll she get to tried it, to she cover should be them dead. in the beginning but that yeah she was wrapping pieces of her wedding dress around her feet which i guess was the best she could do i feel like she should have done a better job with that too bad she couldn't just run upstairs and get socks <laughs> Yeah, I like, probably was... took all the socks out of the house, too. That's what I'm thinking, because I'm like, <laughs> was there like a towel in the bathroom, maybe? Like, a towel would have been better. Or even curtains, but like, she doesn't, she really doesn't spend a lot of time protecting her feet, and she spends a lot of time walking in the snow, and she really should have. She's going to lose all of her toes to frostbite. So... Maybe that's what helped her move so fast, though, because she couldn't feel them. No, after a certain time, they would probably just go numb, and she would just like fucking fall over. Yeah, but... I guess. So they leave. She finds, she sees the gas can. This is when she tries to pull the gas can oh, yes. up to the the shed. She like she's such an incredibly smart person, and she's thinking very logically for such an intense situation. Mm -hmm. So she like rips the um the cable off the side of the boat, uses it to drag the gas canister. And of course, at this time, Jimmy comes back out to the fucking thing because they realize they need his body to open the safe. Honestly, they just needed a finger. I don't know why they dragged the entire yeah. body up to the room. <laughs> at this point, especially the other guy, like Bobby, like he clearly is good at being an asshole and yeah, good at being violent criminals. Yeah, so, so just chop the <laughs> finger off. Who gives a fuck? And didn't she already do it for them? Weren't their fingers available because she had I to chop them off? I would think so, unless they didn't think the safe was like that and thought it was a whole hand. But even then. Right, just take the whole hand. Yeah. So, whatever. He comes back out to do that. And she just flops down into the snow and is like, you can't see me. And <laughs> That was pretty and funny. <laughs> Fortunately, Jimmy has tunnel vision and just looks straight ahead of him the entire time because I guess from the camera angle they showed, she wasn't very visible, but from a height, from a person just standing, you should have 100% been able to see her. So she gets away with it again and she goes into the garage starts hand pumping this gas into the <laughs> tank which looks like it's going to take about a million years and bobby hears i think he heard her put the gas canister on the yes. table or something he hears a thump so he goes out there to investigate this is another scenario in which she's moving so fucking quietly that it makes no sense that she could do so without him noticing but he there's this whole like cat and mouse thing where she's like under the car around the car whatever mm -hmm. He doesn't see anybody, but he very intelligently slashes one of the tires. So in the event that she is attempting to escape, she will not be able to. So that sucks. He goes back into the house. This is when she goes back into the house. And then she like pauses over Tom's dead body and is like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And she's like, bitch, you don't have time for this. Yeah, <laughs> let's not. You were in so much trouble let's right now. Let's not pretend that you really gave a shit about him anyway. And this this is the f when she manages to knock out Jimmy and 
Bobby. They mm-hmm. have that whole like confrontation up in the attic. Right. <laughs> and again, one of those, is she there? Is he gonna catch her scenes? And he like pulls the sheet back and it's golf clubs and it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. So <laughs> so yeah. And then she gets the keys to their vehicle, runs out to that. And I just don't know why she didn't hit them harder or like more than once. That's what I would have done because apparently Bobby recovers real fast because she like just gets to the car and is like turning over the engine and he like smashes through the window and is trying to pull her out. She dials 911, but she's not able to say anything. So this was a moment where I was like, that was a bit stupid, probably. Yeah. You know what part I hate? done a better job. (laughs) What? What comes next? Their next interaction where they're in the house Mm -hmm. and they have like a scuffle or whatever. And then he's like, we need to get in the safe. She's like, I don't know the combination. Mm -hmm. And he threatens to cut off her toes. Yeah. I I was like, she can't fucking feel her feet. Doesn't matter. Like those, those toes are lost. So yeah, like just do it at that point. Yeah. (laughs) But Jimmy feels for her and it's been progressing throughout the whole thing. Yeah. He obviously was not into the violence aspect of this. No. He thought they were literally just going to commit a robbery and nobody was going to get hurt. So he is not happy. No. So he keeps fighting with Bobby on this and they end up fighting. And this was kind of gross. Oh, it was terrible. It was not something I expected. I did not no. expect because you don't realize that they were there until it happened. But yeah. um, he goes to push him up against the wall. And when he does, his head goes into like clothes, hang- like a. Yeah, uh, like a coat hanger. Like a um, coat hanger. Like a, hook. That, a hook. Yes. That's, yeah. hanging, that's like drilled into the wall. That was gross because you heard, you just heard. Yeah, you heard it. And then he ends up falling with the yeah. thing. <laughs> I was worried they were going to show us the back of his head. I, was I know. Like, we, we've we seen already enough, saw it, yeah. Yeah, we've seen enough brains today. I don't need to see it again. This whole scene kind of pissed me off because they're like trying to get the combination from her. And like, what the fuck does she care if they get these diamonds and escape, you know, at this point? Right. But even that, her saying she doesn't know, I kind of believe that she doesn't know. Know what? The combo to the safe. Well, she did. But her saying she didn't Why are you know? looking at me like that? <laughs> no, 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 because no, I'm... <laughs> I'm saying if she's trying to play dumb... Yeah. Oh, you believed her? I would have believed her, yes. I would have too, but only because I felt like he wouldn't have trusted her with it, you know? I, I wouldn't have well, thought yeah. that. Well, yeah. Not even that. I just her. think... He thinks she's fucking dumb. Yeah. And that's that. Well, I was just frustrated because at some point she, he was like, you know, like, tell me the combo, whatever. And she's like, I'm going to tell you and then you're just going to kill me anyway. And it's like, so, I mean, like, what what are you at this point? Do you have, yeah, you have no options here. Like, so you don't tell him he kills you or cuts your toes off or you do (laughs) tell him and he kills you. He just gets the diamonds, but you're dead. So like, what does that matter? And then just cut her toe thumbs off because i fucking hate her toe thumbs toe thumbs her thumbs or toe thumbs what is that what what is that oh my god when the thumb literally is as wide as a toe i'm telling you look up toe thumbs (laughs) we do not have toe thumbs and then i realized in one scene that only one hand has the toe thumb and it really bothers oh my god i'm not kidding please look up toe thumbs (laughs) i was not aware of any of this (laughs) Oh, it's called a clubbed thumb, but it looks like a toe thumb. Because when you Google it, toe thumb comes up a lot. And Megan Fox has these. And she's the first one in the article to have it. (laughs) Oh, no. Legit, that's what it looks like. Like, it's a wider thumb. Is that her hands, or is that just an example? No, that's just an example. But, like, most people have both their thumbs looking like that. And for some reason, she only has one of them looking like that and it's so disgusting <laughs> well it's not her fault <laughs> no i know but thing. like you see how gorgeous she is and then like this picture she has the thumb just showing like next to her face and it's like no you just killed it maybe we can overlook her weird thumb because no, the rest can't. of her is so beautiful okay <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry for the segue but the fact that we keep talking about cutting her toes off i'm like well let's start with the toes <laughs> Oh Oh my god! You're bad. You are. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Mean girl. Okay. So, yeah. Anyway, she was willing to die for these fucking diamonds, and I just don't understand why. But 
now she squabbles with Bobby. And one of my favorite things. He tries things to take this... the necklace off. Right. Yes. Because he opens the safe and in the safe is a note that's like something she's got the, she's wearing them or they're like close to her heart. Something like that. Yeah. Some riddle like an asshole. Just fucking say yeah. what it is. You don't need a riddle. <laughs> they're in the necklace. <laughs> right. So they figure out that they're in the necklace. They can't figure out how to get the necklace off. This is the point at which they they fight to the death because yes. Jimmy doesn't want to chop her head off to get the necklace and Bobby does. So Also, I found Jimmy... it weird that no tools... Like, they had, like, a fucking yeah. huge ass... He had... Yes, he had... A... Fuck, what are those called? Because I... As soon as... as, soon Head, as like a hedge out, clipper. Like a... Kind yeah, of. wire, yeah, like wire cutters or something. Yeah, like I was like, oh, of course, like this is what you would use, and it doesn't. How work. that did not work, I, yeah. I'll never know. Anyway, that's why Jimmy and Bobby were fighting, and then once Jimmy dies, then Bobby's like, well, like I'm obviously gonna kill you, and so she, they get into a fight with. He's got the knife or whatever, and they're like stabby stab stabs. Yeah, they're trying to stabby stab each other, yeah. He stabby stabs her in the foot, and then she gets, oh, she she handcuffs him to Mark, which yes. was like the best thing ever for, like, it was just kind of funny to see somebody else saddled with that burden, because now he's still trying to, like, chase after her, and he's dragging this dead body around. So she is limping away, like, she is not moving well and <laughs> she goes straight down to the boathouse again right yes she goes to the lake because i think her intention ultimately was the ice will break and drown them so <laughs> she gets out real far onto this lake by the way she's got to be so cold at this point she has spent most of this movie outside yeah i was gonna say how does writhing she feel around him <laughs> And she looks great. Like, you would think that she would be pale or oh my God. shivering. Like, you really don't see any signs of the fact that she is Even... probably hypothermic right now. Yes. The picture I use for the promo, she looks fantastic. Yeah, she's yeah. got blood on her face, but she Flawless looks Flawless the whole time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's chasing after her. You think that he's got her because he's choking her. And then she somehow gets his knife and, like, stabby stabs him. And... <laughs> The ice breaks. So they all go in, unfortunately. And this was scary for me because oh, being handcuffed to somebody and... Not even that, just just the panic attacks ensue. Yeah. Yes. Dragging, dragging you down <laughs> to your death. So he's holding on to her, dragging her down with them. She, once again, stabby stabs him in the eye. The other eye, she the blinds him eye. in both eyes. And he lets go. So then they sink away and, and drown. And then she swims back to the top. But she can't get out initially. And that really yeah. fucked with me. I can't Do you know what this that. reminded me of? Man, I used to love Fear Factor back in the day. Oh my God. Did you ever watch Fear Factor? Yeah. Okay, so I vividly remember one of the challenges being a simulation of this where there was a course with plexiglass panels under the water and you know there was like a specific maze to go through to get in and out and it was like really cold oh. water it was supposed to simulate you know being trapped under ice so like you know the people would have to try and complete it and if you couldn't then you uh drowned no you didn't drown they saved you but it was <laughs> a very intense thing and so like i still remember it but she she's underwater for a very long time it is very cold water how she yeah she should have been dead a long time she would absolutely have died in that water but again i think it's the shock to the body though at that point think of how quickly the people who went into the water from the titanic died people just froze to death instantly that water is so cold so right but she was already cold so she it didn't hit her as much so she should die faster <laughs> that's, that's not how it works <laughs> that's not how freezing to death works <laughs> she was already freezing not the to death part yet but she was already freezing and Partially numb. Three quarters of the way numb. So her hitting that water did not affect her the way it affected him or anybody else hitting ice water like that. She was already numb. I mean, she may not have felt it, but her body would have reacted to it. And by reacted, I mean died. <laughs> well, good thing this is just a movie because... <laughs> yeah, you really have to wild. suspend your, your disbelief in these last five minutes because not only does she not die, she is able to stabby stab the ice to get out of the frozen lake. And yeah. that's just... I'm sorry, that's just not... <laughs> 
no she not only does she make herself a hole but she pulls herself out of it no i'm sorry your muscles are just i would have been dead. dead i would have sunk i would have sunk yes Absolutely. And nobody would have blamed you, Don. I would have. That's I, <laughs> what a normal person would have done. <laughs> but I would have died way earlier in the movie. And again, I understand that adrenaline makes up for a lot of things and can get you to go a little faster, harder, stronger, like the Kanye right. song. You know. Boo. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, Just but that go. was like when he was good. But anyway. Uh, uh. But yeah, no. The minute we went in the water, like, I'm not going to fight you in the fucking water. I'm going to just say, like, why fight me now? We're both going to drown. So just right. stop. Yeah, we're dead. You won. Let's just get over it. So, uh, yeah, but she survives. And then fortunately, very, very fortunately, the police show up moments after this, which is wild and very stupid because there's no way that would have happened. Perfect timing. Yep, exactly. Half of her limbs are dead, though. Right? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, she has to be dead. (laughs) Like, she goes to the hospital. Everything's black. Her She's wearing pants, right? She was wearing pants and a shirt like a a long sleeve shirt right yeah so she has to uh, parts of her body are turning black from frostbite for sure yeah yeah parts of her are already dead (laughs) she will be soon so (laughs) she will be soon i guess technically we don't know that she isn't we never see like a five years later kind of thing no we just see her laying on the ice like yeah so she might have died there we don't know actually that is true but yeah that's the end of the movie (laughs) ta-da I wasn't that thrilled. Like I said, the whole thing had the potential of a good suspenseful movie, but I just felt like the delivery of lines, of just overall, even physical acting, I just felt was nothing to write home about. Yeah, yeah. No, I will agree with you. The acting was nothing special and at times very cringy, but I liked a few things about this movie. I'll sum them up for you right now. Yes, I'm ready. I liked that Emma was a relatively intelligent protagonist. Okay. She was smart and analytical, and I felt like she made decisions I wouldn't have even have thought of to help get her out of the situation. So, like, it's always a good thing when the protagonist is smarter than you are. Mm-hmm. Number two, I did feel genuine suspense and worry when she was about to be caught multiple times, I did feel suspense and I was interested to see like what was going to happen next. And then I appreciated that there was a lot of attention to detail and there weren't, I don't even really think anything was introduced without a purpose, except maybe the couple that got engaged in the restaurant in the beginning. I really don't understand what that was about. I wrote, I have a note on that actually. Now that we're going back to it, I just wrote that she assumes everyone else has her life and maybe this right likes being a sugar baby. Also, like she could have been crying about literally anything in the bathroom. Like, yeah, literally, like maybe her dad died yesterday. I was just going to say her dad can't walk her down the aisle or <laughs> yes, something like exactly, that. Exactly. And like, but she she's just so assumes. Yeah, Yeah. she was so presumptuous. And it's like, you don't have to do this. And it was like, can you fuck right off? So again, <laughs> that... I didn't understand. And and so like maybe if somebody could explain that to me, I would feel a little bit better. But there are lots of little details that were called back to. Even when we were talking about the beginning of the movie where she walks into the office and her file is on his desk. The reason that it's there is probably because he was looking up this guy to hire him to do this robbery murder situation. It's like little things like that, how he thought the whole plot through to try to anticipate what she might do and fuck her over for it. I think that all the things where you would say like, bitch, why aren't you looking for a knife or whatever? But like, he's already thought of that. There are no knives. You know, there there were no moments where I felt like I was a lot smarter than this movie. But a part part of me was a little annoyed with the fact that yes she had an affair because you were a douchebag got it totally get it but if you loved her at all the lengths you just went to set her up for murder because you because you're fucked in your professional life that wasn't what he was doing i felt like he was well he wasn't setting up for, for murder he wanted her to die because he wanted those he wanted Bobby and Jimmy to come and open that safe, realize that they needed to get the necklace and chop her head off. That's how that was supposed to end. Regardless, that was super intricate. 
And um, again, if you love this person, I don't think he did. I think you said it before. He's a very controlling person. He just wanted to be able to control and possess her. And once he realized that she was having an affair with somebody else, he couldn't handle that. He couldn't stand it. That's why a lot of people. I would. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I would have loved to know the love to have known the conversation between Mark and Bobby. Okay. Because it's like, okay, you call him up. Hey, you attacked my wife several years ago. <laughs> Listen, I have these diamonds. I'm not just going to hand them over. You have to work for them. And by work for them, I mean killer this time. Like, actually do it. But it's not going to be easy because I'm going to be tied to her. But I'll be dead. So don't worry. I don't think he dead. explained any of that. But this is actually. what I'm saying. Like, how do you... Oh, I hired a man to kill you. But I'm putting him through a test too. Like, it was just very fucking insane. I mean, I think that's part of his narcissism and his I am smarter than everybody thing. He kind of wanted to make the puppets dance for him and do But he couldn't even like, he enjoy it. He was fucking dead. Well, again, that's a hole in this story that I can't quite reconcile for myself. I don't think that he would have killed himself. So yeah, the movie had its problems. I will absolutely allow for that. But I think I had fun watching it. And with a couple of tweaks, one of the things that maybe I would have liked to have seen was flashbacks to maybe when their relationship was good. Because I think it would have helped. Yes. I think it just would have helped me understand more why she was still with him and and also feel slightly less uncomfortable about all of their interactions because it just didn't feel like they ever loved each other they were talking about how they once loved each other but i needed to see it because i wasn't yeah, seeing the, it the look on her face said it all though but it's like what and then we also didn't know like what she did was she still a photographer like what was she um, doing after the fact after they got married the only time that they kind of mentioned it was in the elevator with tom and he was like oh you were auctioning off some of your photographs at right. the christmas party last year so i guess she uh, maybe she does yeah. yeah interesting so that's the only time i actually thought that he was gonna call them out for the affair in the elevator because yeah that said, was that was, oh, he was like we or like we all know that it wasn't the holiday party where you guys met and it was just that was such a wonderful moment of like <gasps> Also, she goes to get off the elevator and he's like, I drove. And it's like, yeah, like, this oh, way. <laughs> okay. She's so thrown off by that whole thing. If he didn't know before, he definitely Right, the minute now. those doors open, she's like, I'm getting the fuck off this elevator. Yeah, and she's so disheveled that obviously something is wrong. So, I mean, he clearly knew at that point, but if he didn't, he was gonna know. Right. So that's... That's it. The, uh, Those are all my thoughts. Yeah, that's, uh, I think we covered everything. I think we can make a decent living just covering Megan Fox movies at this point. Because I think so, too. They're not winners. <laughs> I think the only good one that I even am at gonna i'm gonna admit that i never saw was jennifer's body oh yeah and I, I haven't either and i feel like that's such a cult classic it but... is and i think that's probably the only one that's between that and transformers that yeah. transformers and teenage mutant ninja turtles she was in that she was in one of the like the newer ones. oh i did not know that yeah no, i want to say i actually fucking saw it in theaters i'm not even gonna lie Oh my goodness. With an ex-boyfriend. So it was like Oh, well that explains it. <laughs> yeah, it was like around 2007. That's not that recent. You said one of the more recent ones and well, that's I mean, like it wasn't 15 like the years old ago ones from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but Lord. anyway, we do have our lineup for you that was posted on Instagram and Twitter. We have Hypnotic. We have The Resort. This is an order? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't even I made the order and I don't remember it. You did. And then I <laughs> made the promo and I memorized the movie poster order. I um, walked up to Dawn with a post-it note. I was like, here you go. <laughs> and the this best was that it was like record day and then release day and they were all over the place. And I'm like, yeah, they oh were my all God, I have to. I have to write this down somewhere. <laughs> That's why I had to write it down because I was like, wait a minute, I have a vision for how this is supposed and to our work. And initial, our initial conversation about the order I was very confused. I was so wrong because <laughs> I looked at your list and I'm like, I thought we were doing Midnight Meat Train next. Okay, so here is our list. <laughs> so you just got Till Death. Then we have Hypnotic, another Netflix movie. Then we have The Resort, which you can find on, it used to be on Hulu, but unfortunately it's not anymore, 
It's on, um, I believe, Vudu and Pluto TV. Both free, but I'm sure they have commercials, but whatever. Then we have Midnight Meat Train. Used to be on Tubi. It is now on, I believe, Vudu and Amazon Prime, but you have to pay. And then last but not least, Nocturnal Animals. Last week of the month. And that is on Netflix. So that's our lineup. It's our first five movie month with no <laughs> Riverdale in between. So you're going to just get five movies from us. That's not true. Oh, fuck. <laughs> There's one. The Riverdale finale is coming out in between this episode oh. and Midnight Meat Train. Guys... <laughs> we're almost no. done we're no, almost it's, done no it's between this and hypnotic oh right sorry we're recording and i mean <laughs> see that's what i'm saying that's where i got confused. yeah no i know i totally understand i understand why you're confused but yes you can see the actual schedule in writing <laughs> if we just confuse the shit out of you just go yes, to instagram just go to that our... instagram twitter um <laughs> again you know where to find us the website we have new merch Buy us a cocktail. I hate Do begging it. for that, but I think it's I a really cool idea. And I think it'll definitely help us create, well, Lisa <laughs> will create new fun stuff for us. So yeah, all that, you can find that in our link tree, which is on both Instagram and Twitter. Until oh death. God. Until death. Until <laughs> next time. Hope it's not death. <laughs> <laughs>